love yours. Love yours. No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. Who who here already feels like they're fulfilled with a raise of hands? Okay, just one. Does anyone here who here cares about being fulfilled? Everyone? Okay. So I guess we could start with Brandon because you already feel like you're fulfilled. Uh, what is fulfillment to you? All right. Uh, fulfillment to me is like uh, like your perspective on things, right? Because <laughs> shit. What was I thinking? It's like your perspective on things, right? Like. Uh, let's say, like, it could be, there's, like, a lot of things in your life that's, like, outside of your control, right? There's, like, your job, or, like, it could be grades or something, I don't know, it could be anything, like, your family, but there is still, like, fulfillment to me is just being happy, being, like, not exactly, you don't have to be, like, content with the way your life is, but you can still appreciate the small things, right? Like, for me, personally, I mean, I work at Amazon, so I'm, I'm obviously not happy there, right? But, uh, but like, when I come home, you know, when I get off the job, I'm like, oh, um, life is good. I got paid, and then I got all these great friends I can come back home, talk to, just do whatever, play games, hang out, eat some good food. And, like, that's, that's really all it takes for me. Just, like, but on the other hand, like, other people, I can see how, like, that kind of life is like not fulfilling at all, you know? Like, like sometimes I do feel like, oh, I'm missing something. Like, oh man, if I got a better job, better paying, you know, life would be good. But life is good anyways. There's like a lot of like little things you can really appreciate, you know? And it's just all perspective, like how you, how you want to view your own life, you know? Because when you're down, you can really uh, bring yourself down, right? But there's still like a lot of things that that's going good. Yeah. Can I, can I ask something? Yeah. So it seems like there's like a you have like this kind of like a you feel like fulfillment and happiness are kind of similar. Like your your life right now is you know you're happy with it. There's there's things that could be better, but you know there's nothing really to complain about. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me personally, I don't know if everyone else in this room would agree with this definition, but like fulfillment is more like a sense of purpose, something like you have, like, since you have achieved something, you have, like, there's, there's more to purpose or fulfillment than happiness. What do you, what do you think about that? I mean, I do think, like, everyone can have goals, and there's, like, a lot of ways uh, you can view life, right? Like, not everyone's the same, right? Everyone got different goals, and just, Sometimes, like, in the end, like, sometimes you could fulfill, like, great things, right? Like, you could um, not fulfill, but, like, you can achieve, like, great things, but you still won't be happy in life. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I feel like happiness is just more important, like, the right now. You know, because you could always look to the future and be like, oh, I want this, you know, I want that. But 
in the end, it's just it's just all up to you, right? Like, you can't feel fulfilled if you're not happy at all, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like you you would be more content, or you're happy. You're more. What you find more important is the the, the happiness you feel right now versus this long term fulfillment. Does anyone else want to add anything to that? I mean, everyone else here said they they want to be fulfilled, but they're not fulfilled yet. Why is that? Does anyone sure. Um, so the reason why I don't feel um, necessarily uh, fulfilled right now is because um, I'm thinking more of like the long term. I'm thinking like, oh, right now I'm not married or. Um, the job is not what I want right now or whatever, but, um, but you know, th things like that can change. So, um, I'm not really too focused on where I'm at right now, but I'm looking more ahead towards the future and, um, sooner or later I will get that fulfillment that I want. Like, um, yeah, one of the main things I want to be fulfilled or, that will make me feel fulfilled is um, getting married and having a, having kids or whatever, um, or and retiring and all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm not looking towards where I am now. I'm looking more towards the future. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you kind of touched on something that I kind of want to bring up too. Is you kind of mentioned raising a family. Mm -hmm. uh, I think especially before a lot of people would consider like that kind of to be the end goal, raising a family. But I think nowadays there's more of a push to focus more on your career. So I want to kind of get a gauge at the room. Who here thinks you need a family to raise a family to be fulfilled? Okay. Three people. Maybe we can talk. John, you want to, do you want to speak about that? Sure, sure, sure. I think raising a family for most people, I guess for me, Billy and Tommy is like a sense of fulfillment because I think, and for, for, I guess for me personally, it's because I want to kind of carry on that, like, or pass that torch of, oh, hey, you know, your dad's been through this and there's always ways that you can overcome obstacles, especially in challenges, because you want to be that influence for your children. But I also think that in a sense of fulfillment, that for me personally as well, like besides family, you want to inspire others while you're still here in, in this present time because for me like I think my fulfillment will stop like once I'm like in the grave and that means when, when I'm no longer here that means my legacy is as long as I influence people that I have like touched and I think that's pretty good so when you can pass that to your children I think that's that's pretty good too in terms of fulfillment all right <clears throat> so, <laughs> so for me, um, I've already known for a long time that my end goal, because a lot of people ask me this, is basically to have a family, right? And I do think for me that's my fulfillment, because it also goes hand in hand with basically um, having a good career, because before I have a family, I want money, right? And uh, maybe it comes hand to hand with like when I was raised, uh, we were raised like in poverty basically. We were very poor, we didn't have much and I want to be able to uh, not just have a family. I think that's only part of my fulfillment, but it is a key piece. I also want to have money to 
um, like buy a house for my parents and like my brothers and stuff like that just because uh, we've been renting like our an entire life. So it would be like very rewarding for me or it'll make me feel like I've done something great for my family. So half the room didn't feel like they needed a family to feel fulfilled. So I kind of want to get your guys' perspective. Is it, what is, what is it, how are you going to get fulfilled? I guess like what is fulfillment to you? And I want to ask to, is it related to your career at all? So I think it was, you want to start with Peter? Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick, you're quite the funny guy. So uh, what was the question again? Uh, <laughs> basically, like, we're talking about fulfillment. And for some people, a family is like a necessary component. Raising a family, yeah. leaving that legacy behind. But for you, it's not a necessary component. Nope. So what is it to you? Uh, what is fulfillment to me? Yes, and then oh. what... Like, what do you need to achieve that? Well, you know, what they say, right? Everyone's different, different strokes for different folks. Yes. Uh, I don't get that stroke where people say they need a family to be fulfilled. In the end, it's all about what we make of it. For me, fulfillment is um, getting deeper into research for with biology and everything. Like, I love studying viruses and all that shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Okay, okay, chill. Um, yeah, just like being able to like immerse myself more into like my um, research and studies. Like I find that more fulfilling for my life because for like ever since I was a kid, right? Like I've always had that goal. And what I, and I knew that goal would take a long, long time to accomplish. And this is still like that one goal that I feel that would complete my life really. Uh, for people who say they're currently content, I do have like some like, um, thoughts on that like are you actually content or are you just moving a goalpost to where you can say you are content because like I, 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 I and I wasn't referring to Brandon or anything like for that but like that was just a that was, that was just a general statement um, yeah uh, yeah that's what I think I have a question so um, one thing is you kind of said you had a long-term goal of like being able to do like this studies and research, right? Yeah, sure. So once you achieve that goal, how do you get fulfillment past that? Um, that goes into the, into the whole like, you know, moving the goalpost. I'm just going to move it probably further and see what, I, what else my life is like at that point, right? Like maybe Peter in like 20, 10, 20 years is like down bad or something and he needs to like do something to like get fulfillment in that other area of his life. Do, do, you, do you feel like since like you... It seems to me like similar to like this hustle mentality where you kind of have these goals, you keep chasing these, you know, these goals. And then as soon as you achieve it, there's another goal in front of you. And is there is there ever going to be a point where you achieve a goal and you're satisfied? Like you're you have done what you have. You feel like you needed to do. And there is no more goals in front of you that you need to keep chasing. Well, you know, it's like when you 100 uh, percent any video game, what would you do? You typically just like. um like in Maple Story, you guys know that game. Uh, back in the past, once you finished every single boss battle, what did everyone do? We went to a small town and we just sat there doing nothing. Mm. And that is how I will know that I'm fulfilled. After I've finished everything, I don't feel like I need to do anything. I'm just gonna go, like maybe buy a small house on the beach and just sit there mm. and like go fish. Okay, got it. All right. Go ahead, Tiger. Hmm? What is your? What is your? So you're also in the camp of you know not needing to needing a family to be fulfilled. What is fulfillment to you, uh, and how would you achieve it? 
Mm, so I guess in my eyes, like fulfillment, I don't think I really need a family or like, you know, a kid and then like a wife and stuff like that. I don't need that whole shebang. It'll be nice to have it, you know, like that'll be like ideal, but it's like it wouldn't be like the breaking point of my life, you know, because I feel like that's like everyone's quote unquote end goal or a lot of people's, I would say. But I think my end goal is just to genuinely like be happy and be content with myself. Like, you know, as a individual, I feel like I want to be able to obviously sustain for myself and just spend time with like friends and family. And then like, if I did have a family in the end game, that'll be nice. But in general, you know, it's not like my goal, but just in general, yeah, I just want to have like, be happy and just enjoy life to the fullest by like, you know, expressing myself with like content creating or like art or just like, just in general, just expressing yourself. I feel like that's my life, you know? That's what makes me content. So is there a difference to you between happiness and fulfillment? I would say like fulfillment is, hmm, let me think. I feel like they're both pretty similar in my opinion. Like there's no really like difference. Well, for my, in my eyes, you know, I view it pretty similar. As long as I'm happy, I think I'm fulfilled. Okay, okay. Alex. Uh, personally for me, I feel like uh, with, with fulfillment and I guess the concept of a marriage, I don't feel like it's really a goal personally for me. I feel like it's just one of those checkpoints in life that happens, right? I feel like no, you shouldn't be trying or expecting to be married or to start a family. If if you're someone in a in a different situation in which that doesn't allow you to, right? Personally for me, you got to chase the bag, right? Like I feel like we're in such a society that where money matters so much, not only for you personally, but what you can do for others. I feel like being able to live a life where you feel satisfied and not struggling is, quote unquote, what it would feel to be fulfilled. You, I feel like it's hard to be fulfilled when you're constantly struggling, when you constantly have problems in which can be avoided if you just had what is the most prominent thing in this society, which is money. And, but personally, in terms of fulfillment, I'm someone I try not to be complacent. I feel like being complacent you're just gonna make you uh, do less in in what time we have left in our lives. I feel like a lot of people we've we've uh, undergrown many struggles with people passing, loved ones passing, etc. I feel like if you don't live in the moment and you're seeking too far in the future, you aren't gonna fully expect and want to do what you want to do in the in your current life. And that's why I feel like yeah, I'm the type of person I, I try to live day by day, and I don't want to force myself to create unrealistic goals just because that's what the social norm says. Uh, I'm the type of person, if I feel like I am doing better every day, if I'm making progress in the things I do, I think that, that is enough for me to be fulfilled, even though it might not be such a big goal, but I feel like if you do multiple small things, it would lead to something bigger in the future. So you kind of touched on something that I want to talk about, too, is about chasing the bag, your job and stuff. And for most of people, we're going to spend a large majority of our life working, right? And who here thinks that their current job, if you're working, is fulfilling? Half? Okay. 
Um, do you? Okay, I guess I want to ask. Do you think there are jobs out there that you would personally find fulfilling? Not, you know, someone else would find fulfilling. A job out there for you that you would find fulfilling. Does anyone think so? Okay, I want to ask, <clears throat> why aren't you working there right now? Does anyone want to answer? Personally, for me, I feel like it's just part of my growth in my career path. I think that that is a job that I'm trying to reach eventually, but I'm just currently at the stage where I'm trying to gain that experience. I'm trying to gain that knowledge in which I can create and build a stronger foundation for myself. So when I have the opportunity, I'll be qualified and able to reach that uh, job in the healthcare field that, uh, that I truly feel like will allow me to change the lives of others and will give me the fulfillment in which I want in a career. So currently, uh, so my, my, one of my fulfillments in, I guess, my career aspect is more of after being or studying for in healthcare administration for college, I feel like it's important for us as a society to realize that I feel like in the medical um, system, it's, it's very skewed in a way where I guess people are the ones to suffer just because money is the most prominent involvement of what can and what can't be given to people that are in need. So I feel like I've always felt like I wanted to be someone in a role where I can instill and change policy within the healthcare field. And I feel like it would take a lot of different steps just to impact and uh, be able to reach that goal. And I feel like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's something that you would need to take a while in order to achieve that. And I feel like it's such a precise role in what is allowed, especially, yeah, there's all these lobby lobbyists from big pharmaceuticals, et cetera. And I'm, I feel like I'm the type of person I want to go against that because I know that, yeah, there's a lot of people who have died due to the lack of healthcare that they were able to receive just for the fact that, oh, they can't afford it or blah, blah, blah. And they would, most people would rather suffer the consequences than having to go and pay those absurd fees that would tarnish the whole family and ruin the rest of the family. So I feel like it's important for me to try to, I guess, focus and try to be someone within the medical field to change it instead of, because I feel like you can only do so much when you're try if you're someone outside lobbying for healthcare for all when most of the reasons are the internal systems of the medical facilities itself. Yeah, I think it was, it was Kanye West who said, <laughs> money is everything, not having it is. But um, so who else here? So everyone here didn't find their jobs fulfilling. Why isn't your job fulfilling and why aren't you working at a job you would find fulfilling? Maybe, really? Yeah. Um. So, my, when, before I was, um, I guess, <laughs> wait, is this, like, this actually work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know, I didn't yeah. know. Um, so, uh, before, <laughs> I, I guess before uh, I started college, um, when I was a senior in high school, I really wanted to be a lawyer, like, I, I, for some reason, I just, I, I guess it was because of the money that lawyers make. Um, but then I switched to computer science, and like, um, I thought it would be like, oh, I love video games so much that I would 
probably do something great in computer science, but computer science is hard AF, so. Um, um, and then, but like my first actual job, sorry, I was like getting off topic, no, but um, my first actual dream job that I wanted was to work for Blizzard, which is a um, game company. They made World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, etc. cetera. Yeah. Um, but the reason why I didn't work there, or well, I didn't apply, so who knows, right? But um, the reason why I didn't work there was because um, there's so many allegations that happen during like um, 2012, I don't know. I don't know the time year or the year, but um, yeah, there was a lot of allegations and it made like, wow, I, I, if I were to work at this company, it would be like, <laughs> I would be supporting their, their views basically. So yeah, and then, but, um, Right now, I'm working as a field service technician for a company, but I, I don't really like it because it's just a bunch of driving around. Um, a job that would probably make me fulfilled is probably sitting at home typing something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Peter? Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> um, Why isn't your current job fulfilling? And then what is a job that you would find fulfilling and why aren't you working there? Mm, well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's not fulfilling. It's fulfilling to an extent, you know? Like, when I graduated from college, I had a dream job. And that was just to be a simple lab technician um, where, you know, little to no interaction. I'm just working with my cells, streaking plates all day. And, you know, that's pretty much what I do now. And I'm not fulfilled. And I'm wondering, why is that? And I feel like it's because I want even less interaction with people. My lab is filled with amazing people. But I think it, with fewer people in the lab, I'd be a tiny bit happier. Uh, with that said, though, uh, my job's pretty fulfilling. I just, you know. Is that targeted to some other people? No, 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 let me. No, I love everyone in my lab, like, no legit, like, no cap. I'd, you know, uh, slam down anyone who would attack them. Uh, but I don't know, it's just, like, something feels off, you Sometimes know? they get on your nerves. No, 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 they never get on my nerves. They, I love them, legit. Like, I love all of them, for real. Like, I love all of them. Um, I think what doesn't feel fulfilling is because there was more to the job than I expected. Mm. Uh, there was this one big machine. We we're working with a bioreactor, and I have no idea how it works. And Loki, whenever it makes a big noise, I start getting stressed and thinking, should I be doing something about it? And then, yeah, I just don't like working with it. Is it responsibility? Yeah, it's the responsibility for that big machine. Like, if it's just straight, if it's legit just wet lab techniques, I'd love that job 100 million percent. You put in, like, one single machine, include physics or something, yeah, I am out of there, dude. But yeah, so um, for what I think a fulfilling job would be for me, it's pretty much exactly the same. Maybe like, yeah, no, it'd be exactly the same. Just subtract out the Bauer reactor and I'd be happy. Okay, so you're actually pretty close to your most fulfilling job, basically. Uh, I guess so. I just feel like, you know how um, in Harry Potter, there's this boy named Neville, and he gets an orb, which is like, this is supposed to tell me that I lost something or that I forgot something, right? But I just do, it won't tell me what it is. I feel like that. It's like, I feel like something's missing, and that feeling won't leave me. I feel like once that feeling's gone, I'll know. You know? Okay. Got yeah. it. All right. Tiger, are you ready? Well, I kind of have a question for Billy real quick. Okay. Sure. Or, I mean, okay. 
So, you, Billy, you said your job isn't so fulfilling. Uh-huh. Um, would it make any difference if they paid you a lot? Like, let's say you made 150k a year or something like that. Would you then be fulfilled? Is it actually the job or is it the pay? Um, so I want to say that um, right now what I'm making is not a lot. But um, compared to the work and the pay, I guess it's, yeah, they're, they're not, they're still not playing, they're still not paying me a lot. But um, if they were to pay me more, I would say I still wouldn't be fulfilled with um, where I'm at or where, where that job is taking me because honestly, I just go around driving and, you know, uh, service this pin pad or whatever, service this printer. And like, I don't want to be doing that for the rest of my life. I want to, you know, I, something that would, or in terms of like the, the job, I would want something that like makes, makes like a big uh, impact to like, I guess the community. Um, sure, it may be like, oh, I'm typing up this, uh, this code or something for, <laughs> for a big company, but you know, that big company could be making or using that code to, um, uh, I don't know, bioengineer some medical devices or something. (laughs) Do you remember the question, Tiger? Do you remember the question? Nope. Okay, so your job, you actually halfway, that your job is halfway fulfilling, but you do believe that there are other jobs, you strongly believe there are jobs that you would find fully fulfilling. So why aren't you working there? And also, why isn't your job fully fulfilling? And is it about that lady? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I think my job is like basically fulfilled, not all the way, but like, I'll say like a good 80%. So I'm not like far off, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not that far off. Actually, actually like, I like my job. It's good. Um, I don't think there's like any problems with it. But if I would say, like, there's an issue or, like, it's not f- fully fulfillment in my eyes, it's, like, I would say, because my end goal is, like, to own my own, uh, like, restaurant or, like, boba shop one day or just own, like, a business. That will be nice. And I kind of want to be, like, an owner and basically just bring the community together because I feel like that's what, believe it or not, like, restaurants and businesses do. Like, they... You know, like even though it's like small, like, oh, I'm selling boba and stuff like that, but it's like fundraisers and it's just like bringing the community together as a whole, as a, you know, that's really like wholesome and really nice, you know. Even like I brought bread today for like you guys and you guys are all eating, you know, it's like it's nice to like bring, you know, something to get together, like everybody got together and just like hang out, you know. I think that's what really brings like the, the food service, quote unquote, in my eyes. That's what I like. I just like the, the community, like team effort, you know, everyone just hanging out and just enjoying themselves and I'm not there yet fully but like one day if I keep on like working really hard I think I could reach it so that's why I'll say I'm closer than I guess you guys if you guys want to say that but yeah I'm pretty close is it okay if I add on to that sure sure um so I do have a part-time job where I work at um a donut shop and um I do get that or like from Tiger's perspective I do get that um, it does feel rewarding. It does feel fulfilling when, like, you see the customers happy um, th- with whatever your product is. Um, 
like your donuts or your bread or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I just, I feel that connection where, oh, um, because I'm doing this work or because I'm doing this job, yeah, it may not seem like a, a big part of the community, but it's like something, that little thing, that little like pebble in the water that makes the ripple. That's good. I, I want to ask another question to Tiger too. So, I mean, you're, you said that your end goal would be to own your own business. Why aren't you doing it yet? I think I like, like owning my own business, like right now. Or like, yeah, like what steps, you know, taking steps to do it. Well, I guess like my steps is to, I'm working at like a bakery right now and I kind of want to climb up the ranks and then like the ladder, I guess you would say. Because <laughs> I think if I get the full on experience and become like a general manager or like a, not CEO per se, but like if I become like a manager or some sort, I think it would basically be close enough to like own my own business. And once I hit that goal and I have like a lot of experience, at least like I would say like two to three years, I think I'll feel more comfortable and have like confidence mm -hmm. into owning my own business. So. I am currently working on it, and I'm not sure how long it'll take me, but like I know for sure if I keep on working on it, and if I'm really motivated and I, like I don't give up, then I could reach my goal. Mm -hmm. But my goal could always like change, right? So mm -hmm. this might not be my goal, like two years from now or a year from now. But I know for sure, like this is my goal as of now, and mm -hmm. I don't think it's gonna change. Hopefully not. But if it does, it does. So I'm not too like upset if it does change. <laughs> Like what aspects of your job do you feel like makes you allows you to feel like you're eighty percent fulfilled? I feel like that's such a high number, especially at our stage in life. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What do you feel personally that allows you to have such a high fulfillment? That allows you, even though yeah, like you said, owning a business is your end goal. Um, you already fulfilled at 80% of somebody else's business. So what's the point of owning your own business if you can get the 100% fulfillment at uh, 85, the current place you're currently working at? Mm. I think it's like a difference between like working under like a company and then like working underneath yourself, you know, I would say. So, cause obviously when you work under yourself, like you could do basically anything you want and like how you want to run it the recipes, what you want to do, you know, not unless you franchise and franchise, you got have to follow like the recipes and then, you know, pay monthly and stuff like that. But just in general, I think owning my own business would be nice. But if it doesn't happen, then I'm down for like working underneath a company also. But I guess like, I just want like an end goal, like, oh yeah, that'll be nice. It's like, oh, it's my own brand. And I built that from the bottom up, you know? So I guess that's what I want to do, you know? I think a big thing for Tiger too, it seems like is like his fulfillment and happiness are kind of similar, right? Like for some of us, fulfillment is different and for Tiger is happiness. So like it's, he's able to achieve that already at his current job where many, maybe some other people would not be able to. But anyways, Tommy, yeah. um, your job, you said you did not find it fulfilling. Why not? And what job would you find fulfilling and why aren't you working there? All right. Well, my case is a, different. I just didn't raise my hand saying the current job I'm working at is fulfilling because I'm not there yet. I'm still in school, right? I'm third year in grad school, but I've set it up so that 
I will be there. When I graduate, I, I'm basically set in stone. My path is already out, and I will be there once I graduate. The only thing holding me back is not having my degree yet. But personally for me, uh, I do like my upcoming job. It's mass spectrometry related. And the thing I like about it is that I can work on stuff that is familiar, right? So my job's like chemistry related. And sometimes you have to work on things you've never heard of, or like you just think, how does this even matter? Or, you know, you make weird things like plasticizers to make plastics more efficient, right? But um, for me, mass spectrometry is used for a lot of things. And it can be used to like, you know, detect pesticides and um, microplastics. And so that can actually help like the world, right? Which I like a lot, which is why I ended up choosing this goal. But honestly, I'm not sure if that's what I really find fulfilling in my job, because I do find a lot of fulfillment in this job. But for me, let's say I had Billy's job, right? And they were paying me, let's say 150K to drive around and fix stuff. I'd honestly be fulfilled with that too. Like, yeah, honestly, it's, it's just, um, Money, money is just so big in society now that my main focus is money and my side focus is what my job does for the world. Because I can do a, a lot of things with my money to help the world. I don't care if my job helps the world, right? I could just, let's say if I wasn't doing mass spectrometry, but I thought they did a lot for the world, I just have a different job that does nothing, make the money and donate it to the mass spectrometrist and they could do what I wanted to do for me, right? So for me, fulfillment is all based on money, honestly. Yeah, I, I definitely want to talk about this later, too. I, I want to get to Brandon and John, too, first. But I, I do want to touch on that, too, because, I mean, I, I'd say for me personally, too, a job is not necessarily something that you need to find fulfilling. I think it is like kind of like a it's a money first thing, and then you're, you find fulfillment in other ways. And the money is kind of just an ends to a means. But I do want to get to Brandon and John, too. Yeah, also, I also think um, I'm very optimistic in any job I work at, I'd probably find ways to make, to tell myself I'm fulfilled with this job, right? Like, I would just make up whatever to say, oh, yeah, um, me doing this, like, without, you know, Billy working his job, there'd be, you know, Walmart and Target, their cash registers wouldn't work, and now we can't buy anything right? So it'll cause like a huge problem. And then that's me. Like, so without me, like the world basically needs me kind of deal. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then now you can give it to Alex. For me, uh, just working at Amazon is just, it's just money. I just, I just need, I just need some kind of uh, financial stability just to get through life. Right. Like my, my dream job, it would be just to just to like stream a game and just talk to people, whatever. Just like chill at home or, yeah, I mean, it's really simple. But I'm just not fulfilled with my job. Like, I mean, I could do that as like a side thing too. And then I could have like a well-paying job, right? But yeah, but for me, I just would like some financial stability before I can even go pursue my dream. Yeah, that, that's really all for me. Uh, I think for me, well, 
I think most of us know that I'm a grad student working for, with um, athletic equipment, but currently I don't have a job and currently I'm not getting paid for what I do. I'm just a volunteer. I think nowadays that kind of sucks considering if you're a graduate student, you should at least get like a, some type of a stipend so that way you can help pay for school. But I think what's important is like kind of, like you don't have to look, you can look past it and like understand that even though you're not getting paid now, you're constantly working to build your network and then you're landing jobs through your network for your future later. So I think for that, it's gonna be okay once I get my degree and stuff like that. Is it okay if I ask a question? Sure. Um, so it seemed like um, this side, sorry. It seemed like this, side, I don't know why I'm so not used to this, but um, it seems like the side of the, the couch, I guess, um, <laughs> is more towards like, can money buy you happiness is what I'm trying to ask. It is that it seems like you guys are leaning towards agreeing to that. Is that true? Does someone wanna help? I think it's a yes and no situation, right? Imagine, imagine if you're if you're in the trenches, if you live in the slums, like you can only experience so what so much life can offer you, right? And most of the time, if you're already in in a bad situation, only or most of the time, only bad things are gonna happen to you, right? And you feel like if you do have that money, it can let you give a reset on life and let you allow you to, I guess, prevent bad things from happening, right? I feel like money is what prevents you from being scared, right? None of us have gone through a struggle like our parents have who had to, the only thing that they had in their mind was, was to survive, right? We never had to experience that, right? And that's why they wanted us to be in a position where we can make enough money to just live on our own. And if we do make extra money, obviously we are all type of people that will help support our parents, right? So then through just that uh, standpoint, regardless of anything else that money can provide, being able to live in an environment where you don't have to be afraid, you don't have to be scared for your own livelihood, I think that is enough to just show that money just has that much power in our society, right? It's what makes the world go around. Like, like money doesn't go on trees. You got to work hard. You got to earn it. But at the same time, even, even if, if you have to do some part-time job that's paying you minimum wage, I feel like, you st like that is still something that is worth to do if you know that that's the only thing that can allow you to put bread on the table, right? And like none of us have to go through that struggles, especially since, for for the most part, I guess we have some type of support. Like the generation before us, they legit didn't know anybody, they didn't know English, and yet they were still able to, I guess, try their best to provide for their kids. But now we have all the networking, we have all we have all the social status, and I think like yeah, it's hard. For me to be like, yeah, money is worthless when that was all was on our parents' mind. So that's why I feel like it can, it won't give you the most fulfillment, but it can cover up all the bad in life if you do have enough money. I want to mention something real quick too that um, I think the reason why we kind of like chase the bag for like, I guess most of us was that money provides stability. And without that like stability, then, you know, you kind of like, where you're, I guess, for my case, if I don't have enough money, then I'm kind of where like my parents went off, like, I'm down bad. 
like how can I like support my own family and like support myself? So it's just that money provides stability, and then that way you can just work your way around that too with your life. Um, so for me, I say money is very important to me, correct? But, you know, um, I can tell that it's very family oriented because let's say I had no family. I could picture it now like I'm basically alone in this world, right? Honestly, I would be fulfilled with living um, paycheck to paycheck. I would honestly be fine with that. I don't think Personally, I need the sense of stability at all. I, I would just be happy how um, my life is if I have, you know, good friends because a part of fulfillment, too, is having friends and stuff, right? You can't, I guess you can buy friends, but are they really your friends, right? So um, you do need friends and then you do need family and then that's when um, money comes in and I do think it is very important and money certainly does buy happiness, literally. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with everyone on this side. I mean, money is just the starting point, right? It's just the baseline. You just need money just to be stable. And then let's say, let's say you want a family, right? I don't know like if it matters to most people, but like when you're meeting someone new, you know, you want to have money to go like, go treat yourself out, go treat them out, you know? Or even like you start a family, you gotta have enough for the kids. It's just, it's just the baseline for certain goals in life, right? But money doesn't necessarily means happiness either, right? It's just like, you, you just gotta have it, just to have it, but doesn't mean you're happy. You just gotta find happiness some other way. Yeah, it seems like most people kind of seem to be in agreement that money is this necessary thing to at least reach this base level of happiness or else like without that stability, then you're going to be unhappy. But I want to know and kind of going off what Billy said after that point, after that stability point, does money buy happiness? Do, does having more money make you happier? I think it does. Uh, I feel like if you have money, it allows you to do the things that you want to do. Right, I feel like if if you always if you're always just having to work, like say say truck drivers, they make the bag, but that is some hard labor and like they you are not seeing your your family right, and I feel like even as much money as you're making, then you're not able to spend it on yourself because you don't have time. You're just always on the road. You're always working. So does that that like on that aspect, obviously money is not going to buy you happiness, but the day that he that he's able to retire early or whatever. He has the money that he can buy to do things that he wants, right? If you don't have money, but yet, yet you're someone that always wanted to travel, there's no way you're traveling. Where are you going to walk? That's facts. So like, that's, that's legit how it is, right? Like money, just, money allows you to buy time for yourself to not work, right? Like if you have, if you have enough money, you can do whatever the hell you want, to be quite honest. Like... RP like to all the people that can't but like that that's just what it is like money is just a form of I mean like you, money can only buy you so much happiness but I feel like there's so many ways of happiness that it will buy you happiness 
So, I mean, if, if you're into anything, there's always a, something that, you, that someone's offering for money. So that's why, personally, I feel like, yeah, money you can. I just wanted to add on to what Alex said. It's something very small. I mean, you can actually see it physically with a lot of successful Asian parents. They go to the casino. I'm pretty sure every, a lot of people can relate. And they are, like, the happiest people in the world, right? Win or lose, no, they, they are a, a lot of a lot of successful, um, a lot of successful Asian parents that I know. I mean, if I say it like I know Billy, your parents do, um, Dad's parents do, and then the, you, you know your parents own a donut shop. Dad's parents own a food truck, right? Like they're like super successful. Yeah, Dom's parents, mm-hmm. and they just go to the casino every day literally every day, not like once a week, twice a week, literally every day, and it brings them a lot of happiness. And that's kind of what Alex is at, where um, money can just allow you to do things that get you away from work. And then... <laughs> All right, for, for me personally, uh, uh, my parents, they, uh, my dad had a stable job, like back in like 1990 eight or whatever, but uh, my parents separated because my dad was gambling too much. Just just like on, on that side of things, right? Yeah, my dad was gambling too much. He went into a lot of debt. Then they got, they split up. So I don't, I don't know about the, uh, <laughs> I don't know about the gambling part of things, but. No, I think a There's a difference. Is, yeah. They're yeah, gambling yeah, yeah. as a duo versus a single person gambling, right? Well, my family, my dad was, gam- was gambling, which caused internal family drama. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if both, both your parents are both gamblers and they and like I feel like when two people are gamblers they're able to stop one one other person from going too far right if there's just one person yourself like if I'm gambling with just my friends but but not my significant other whatever right no one's gonna stop me your friends aren't there to be like yo you can just stop going be like go all in black you heard hell yeah (laughs) see that's what I'm saying see so if it's if you're not with someone that that truly knows you're in and out financially, they're not gonna stop you from going too far. And I feel like with a lot of Asian parents that go together, they're not gambling for the money aspect of it. They, they're only going because they like gambling and they have like amount of money that they're willing to stop at. Yeah, I mean, the big part of the question was um, having money above stability, mm, right? Yeah. This only occurs if you're near stability. I mean, it's I can say with my parents too, my, dad like gambling a lot on like football so it doesn't have to be casino right it'd be football basketball whatever and of course it costs internal drama but that's because we didn't have money if we had money no one would have batted an eye right every he would have been happy win or lose and then we wouldn't care because we have money simple as that yeah i also want to mention that basically if you have money and say if a friend comes up to you and be like "Hey, hey john can can you loan me 5k and I'll be like, yeah, I can loan you 5K because basically I have all the money to like last me for the entire year. Now I'll say, let's for example, like, hey, Billy, you need 5K? Sure. And then I tell Billy, Don't, you can pay me back whenever you can, like over time with no interest. Like I'm, I'm not going to like worry about that 5K because I know it's going to come back. Obviously, you want to deal with someone you trust, but that's for me personally. Oh. Uh, did anyone else want to talk about gambling or anything or? <laughs> <laughs> I I just say like 
I don't condone gambling. Like, I obviously see the entertainment aspect of it. Like, if you have money, you set, you know, your own limit. You do it for fun. You don't care if you win or lose. Like, it's just for fun. It's inter- you're paying for the entertainment. But I'm, I'm very positive that even if you're extremely well off, you can lose a lot of money through gambling. Even if you're extremely wealthy, it's very easy to lose it. Like and then, yes, and and it's extremely dangerous because you feel like when you lose it, you want to win it back, and then you keep playing. And I I don't really agree with the idea that, like, I mean, I'm okay if you set limits and you you gamble responsibly, but like, I think it's extremely dangerous. You want to say something about it? Yeah, of course. I'm. I believe everyone thinks gambling is dangerous, right? Like, a lot of problems come from gambling, as we just said, but. Um, to me personally, just because I guess, cause I know how to set limits and stuff similar to that. I kind of see casinos per se more like, uh, an arcade, Like in my eyes, I, I see it very similar to an arcade. I put money in and I get happiness back. Right. And I expect myself to lose money. I mean, the casinos open somehow. Right. So obviously they're taking our money, but I do agree. Some people don't see that. They only see the chance of winning. I mean, I know in like Vegas, there's a lot of homeless people that get money, go gamble, lose it all, get money, go gamble, lose it all over and over. And even like old many dangerous people money, right? Of course, it's very dangerous, but those are usually people that already like have like, very little self-control and they'll find a way somehow to gamble right at least casinos is quote-unquote safe gambling right they could do like dark alley gambling like with like you know dog dog fights chicken fights those are like real things right and they're dangerous they're they are dangerous and at least casinos reduces the amount of dog fights there are in the world Okay, I'm, I'm going to just say one more thing about the gambling topic, and now I want to move on. But, <laughs> but basically, like, in my opinion, it's not the difference between someone who's well-off and someone who's poor. It's the difference between someone who's a responsible gamer versus someone who's not a responsible gamer. Like, if you're rich and you don't set limits, that's bad. If you're poor and you set limits, I still think you can gamble responsibly, right? Even if you're not well-off and you set responsible limits, it's a vice. It's, it's something for entertainment. But that's the last thing I want to say. I want to move on to like talking about because a, a, a big topic we were talking about kind of going on was basically, you know, getting money and using that to kind of facilitate being happy. Right. And a lot of jobs, the jobs that tend to pay the most are some of the more difficult ones. I think, Billy, you touched on, you know, wanting to be a lawyer and you also touched upon how difficult computer science was. I want to speak on why didn't we. Or if you're, you know, if we're interested, so interested in pursuing jobs with high income, why didn't we pursue it? And if we did, when it, was it acceptable to say, like, I give up, right? I kind of want to touch upon giving up and um, when do you think it's okay for you to give up and when would you think it's okay for your friend to give up? Does anyone want to speak on that? For me, it's simply about... Uh, about um, going beyond what you're capable of, right? Like a lot of my family, uh, a lot of my brothers, right? They like all dropped out of college, right? And I would never tell someone that, you know, hates school, let's say, 
to do school just for them to drop out. I feel like uh, you already kind of know what your ability is. And although we put the Norman, you know, you got to go to college to make a lot of money. There are other ways to make money. You don't have to go to college. You can like even be a GM at Panda Express. They make like 80K plus benefits, right? That's a lot of money. I mean, it's a lot of work, right? Like an insane amount of work. But at the end of the day, um, college wasn't needed. And some people just aren't fit for college. So at the end of the day, it becomes a quote unquote waste of time, right? I do agree with that point. I feel like there's other ways of just finding money in roles other than just following the quote unquote, what is what everyone has told us, oh, college is the right way. I feel like, especially nowadays with, uh, I guess, with social media blowing up and everything, I feel like becoming a business owner is a lot easier. You don't have to commit as much to it, right? Because there's online businesses, e-commerce, et cetera. So that, that could be something that you can do instead of, Back then, all it was is that you had to lease out a, a whole building, fill, like figure everything out, and actually have to commit like hundreds of thousands just up front before you, you can do anything. And even at that point, you're at a loss for like a year or two, right? So I feel like money can be made such different ways these days that that school isn't necessarily needed. Yeah, and also like, yeah, like you can learn without going to school. I feel like there's courses these days, even if you want to do computer science that like Google's like offering like six month courses, whatever that you can take. If you're truly that committed, like go ahead and do that, right? And so I feel like, yeah, it's, for, for most people, yeah, we were telling to go to college and if, if we can do college, then go ahead at it, right? Especially if it's something that can lead to what your career goals are. But for other, many other people, school, they hate school, but they were never good at academics. But being academically smart and street smart are two different things. If you're street smart, I feel like a lot of those people, they can make money somehow, whether or not it's legal or illegal. A bag is a bag. Like, it ain't legal. It ain't illegal unless you get caught. I didn't say that. That's facts. That's facts. I mean, so, so it's like, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, the money that you're making, even though even though it's dirty money, you can change that dirty money to real money. That's what I'm saying, right? Like think about all, all the all the people, yeah, yeah, all the people that that yeah living in the hood type type shit. Like most of their money they made, they, they it's either you're in that situation, all your homies they they making the bag by by hitting licking, like they doing bad stuff. Versus if you're making like fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage and you getting taxed, right? They making it like five hundred dollar hidden licks. And they only gotta do an hour of work versus you doing eight eight hours and you barely making a hundred dollars a day. So in that situation, most people are are uh, willing to do that the fast money. It might not be the best way to live your to live your life, but I feel like if you're able to understand that the money that you're making at that time, you shouldn't just spend it all just for a lifestyle, but if you're do, if you're willing to do something bad to get the fast money, you need to think of a future plan to stop yourself from doing that because that's only gonna last you for so long. So I feel like yeah, that's how it is. Like money money can be made if you are quick on your on your toes to find what people want, and that's how like I feel like business has been blowing up recently. Like people are able to offer someone anything. I mean, there's a reason why people popping off on OnlyFans, like. 
if people are willing to pay pay the subscriptions, might as well do it, right? That's how it is. Like, yeah, supply and demand. So I feel like, yeah, you don't have to go to college. College and I'm pretty sure people make more money on OnlyFans than some people who went, who got a PhD in college. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, like yeah, so like as a moral, as people might see OnlyFans is, but we're in a culture where chasing the bag is one of the topest priorities. So that, yeah, so college, not going to college is probably fine. I think, I think we kind of went off, a little bit off topic. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't actually, I wasn't trying to ask the question of like college versus no college. That was a separate topic. You guys might have saw it. And it like, I wasn't asking that question. But I'm trying to ask like more so like, because uh, you guys kind of touched on like, let's say your brothers who went to college and they dropped out. I'm kind of talking, and then, you know, so you're kind of talking about, like, some, there's other alternative businesses opportunities, right? And now, if now everyone's academic, there's other ways to, you know, get the bag, right? I'm kind of talking about more about people who want to do that, people who want to go to college or people who want to do these academics or, or anything, really any goal at all. They want to do it, but they don't, th or they don't think they can or they're failing or something like that. That's what I mean by giving up. I'm not saying, like, they didn't want to do it to begin with. And then they were just like, okay, let me, you know, I kind of forced you because everyone says go to college. I'm, I'm not kind of, I'm kind of trying to say more about like they want to do it and then they're failing and they can't do it. How do you feel about? That? How do you? How, do you have experience with that? And you know, what do you? Here, John first. Okay. All right. So basically, it's for me personally. It's a, it happened for for me, is that originally I wanted to become like an AT, so that's like an athletic trainer, kind of like a physical therapist. And then, you know, you take all these courses and you realize that, you know, it's, it's hard as shit, right? Like, for me, I didn't think, like, tutoring would even help me, like, pass the class. Like, learning all, like, these STEM classes are, like, no joke. And then for me, that's kind of where I was like, okay, hold up. Let's think, do I still want to pursue this? And if I keep doing this, it's either one, I'm going to drop out completely, or two, I need to, like, you know, got to go to plan B. Got to find that plan B and just kind of roll with it. And that's where I'm at right now. And to be quite honest, like, I'm glad that I didn't keep pursuing my original plan because to be honest, like, your first plan for everyone is not necessarily going to be smooth and it's not necessarily going to work out. So, I, like, you know, I would encourage people to, like, realize that if you really want to do something, you can try doing it, but you should always have a plan B. Yeah, for me, uh... After I got out of the military, uh, I wanted to get into nursing, uh, but I just found that there was just a lot of problems. Like, I just felt overwhelmed because, well, going back to money, right? Like, I, I just always had to work, and then I would just have to spend my time working. And I feel overwhelmed because I'm so tired, but I got to keep my grades up. and. Uh, not like not like I couldn't just stop working, right? I don't I didn't never felt like that was an option because it's not like I get any financial support from my parents, right? So it just it just felt like there was no balance in my life where I could have time to enjoy like with my friends or to myself or uh then I gotta work and then like sleep, like all that. There's like a lot, but uh Eventually, I just I just felt like it wasn't it wasn't for me, you know. I just maybe I should just pursue something else, like something uh, something that I would like enjoy more, anyways, too. 
I don't know. Anyone else got something to say? Hmm. I would say like I kind of like, ex I experienced something like this too. Kind of like what John said. You know, like I'm not sure if I could do it. You know, it's Plan A or Plan B. You know, it's like my experience was like basically I'm like experiencing it now. Like, oh, maybe I'm not confident enough. I don't know if I could do it. You know, and like you know, should I even like try to pursue it? But I think it's just like. I don't know. I just kind of got to believe in myself, you know, and just like if you really, if it's really meant to be, it'll meant to be, it'll happen, you know. It's meant to be, so that that's how I view it. And it's like also hard work and determination and all that stuff. But I view like I view my goals as like if it's really possible and it happens and it's really meant to be, then everything will align up to be, and you know it'll just happen. Obviously, I gotta like really work hard at it too. So I'm not gonna just like not do anything about it, but. And if it doesn't happen, then it just doesn't happen. And I'm sure there's like another plan B out there somewhere. Kind of like what John said. So that's my like experience. Did you want to say? No. Okay. Um, one thing I want to say too is like, from a friend perspective, say you had you know, John, Brandon, or or Tiger as friends, and they're they wanted to pursue these things, and you know it started to get like really hard. Yeah. Right. And I guess like from my perspective, is like this is something that they want to do, but they believe they cannot do it. And I'm not saying it's like, it's just a mental thing because there's, there's other factors in play, right? And then I don't think anyone would like say like giving up was like the wrong choice. I think it's like a acceptable choice. But like at what point do you do you think you should encourage them to keep going? And when, when do you think it's okay to, for you should encourage them to keep going? Or when do you think it's okay to say, I think it's accept, like, I think you're right to give up? It's okay. I think we're probably going to move on to the next topic, but let, let's take a break. So, I don't know. Five minutes. Five, ten minutes. Okay. Five, ten. Five, ten. <laughs> <laughs>